I am Salome Sister, and this is My Turn to Talk. Hey Shelby, how are you? stop that there. I will check it. That's okay, Brina. That's okay. Some of the messages that I get from people, they are very, very long. So I'm sure it's not as long as um, as some would, 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 uh, would say, but hold on one second. Guys, I got a new toy the other day or uh, a couple weeks ago. I'm still learning how to use the soundboard and I added two additional monitors. So I'm looking at four monitors here. So I'm trying to do a couple of things. Okay, Brina, did you send it to my email or where did you send it? Oh, okay. Okay. I will check that. There's just so many things to check before. Back in the day, it was just so, so easy. <laughs> you wrote somebody a letter or you called them on the phone. Now we have all these platforms. Okay, so today we're going to talk about gender identity. Has society made genders complicated? This has been something that's been on my, um, that I've wanted to talk about for quite some time. Just the other things I've seen 
little bit more interesting. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Brian says, right, I don't have any social media. Discord is enough for me. Brian, before I started podcasting, I had no social media. Now it's like I seem to be on everything, checking different things and making comments on stuff and whatever. So, um, okay. So gender identity. And again, I say this is an uh, episode that I've wanted to do for a while, um, especially since um, we did the transgender show on Friendly Differences, and then we had Reagan back on Friendly uh, Differences, and um, we did a chat with her. And she's somebody that I um, that I really like. Um, also, I do have uh, uh, gay friends where I've gone back and forth with, with them on numerous issues. Um, I've gone back and forth on this uh, um, subject with some of my um, heterosexual friends, married, single. I've had this conversation with a lot of different people. And for me, um, you know, when you say gender identity, you get an application, whether it's for a job, school, um, medical, whatever, it was straightforward, male or, or female. Now we're dealing with not only male and female, but we're dealing with pronouns. We're dealing with, um, you know, things like same sex, same sex marriage. We're dealing with, um, just a lot of different issues, um, uh, same-sex uh, 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 adoptions. I know I'm not saying that right. And when I mean same-sex adoptions, I mean you have, you know, two women or two men uh, uh, adopting. Hey, 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 Dee, welcome. You know, um, and before, um, Mrs. Corte, welcome. And before we, you know, it used to be where, which I thought was wrong, where you could not adopt unless you were married. And when I say married, male, female, you were married. Um, interracial couples couldn't uh, uh, adopt. If you were single, especially if you were a single man, you could not uh, uh, adopt. They changed those, those rules. And for the record, I just want to say I have absolutely no problem. I have absolutely no problem with... Um, gay people adopting children. I have no problem with um, transgender people. I don't have a problem with anybody adopting a, a child as long as you are giving that child a good home. What I do have a problem with is gender identity in the sense that what is your pronoun? He, she, they, them, her, him, for me, I think that's gone too far. Um, I think about when, you know, when my, my son is, is, in, is in art school and he, he lives on, on campus and everything he fills out has to do with a pronoun. And I think it's ridiculous. 
when his dad and I go up to school to visit him, and even for paperwork we had to fill out, just in terms of, you know, he's no longer a minor, um, just having access to e emergency things, whatever, they're asking us, what are our pronouns? And everything seems, especially in, in California, where it just seems like every time you turn around, somebody wants to know what, what your pronoun is. And I think that we've gotten so hung up, society, you know, not just California, the entire world has gotten so hung up on gender identity that we're forgetting other things that are more important. Now, forgive me if I just insulted someone because I'm saying that, you know, there are more important things than, than gender identity. I do. You know, um, I think that we have a lot of things that are going on in this world that are more important than a lot of things. Um, but has gender, has society made genders complicated or have individuals made genders complicated? Have certain um, cultural groups made gender complicated? Have have men made it complicated? Have women made it compl complicated? Have um, uh, gay people made it complicated? Have transgenders made it complicated? Has heterosexuals made it complicated? Why does it seem like that it's become complicated? When 10 years ago, it wasn't. 20 years ago, it wasn't. 30 years ago, it, 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 it wasn't. But it's complicated now. So am I wrong or, um, and Brian says, yes, the different pronouns are so c confusing. Um, and, and again, I don't mean for, and I apologize to anyone. I don't mean to, to disrespect anyone. Um, but I was on a show about a, a, a year ago and, um, actually it was probably a little over a, 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 a year ago. And in the chat, somehow, I can't remember exactly how the subject came up, but I made the comment that God made man and God made me woman. So many people jumped on me on that, on that one comment. So many people jumped on me for, for that comment. They um, uh, called me racist. They called me, you know, some really nasty names, <laughs> whatever. Um, on my on Twitter, I was blocked by some people who who were who were following me. You know, you know, which is fine. You know, but I do believe when I say God made man and God made woman, I believe in the Bible, and I believe God made us in His image, and I believe that when we go and not just for you know, changing our sex or anything like that. I think when you get things like, um, you get nose jobs or, you know, you change your look, you get boob, boob jobs, all, all of this, unless it's not medically necessary. When I say medically necessary, I mean, for me, if you were in a car accident and you had to get um, plastic surgery or something, I believe that when you change your appearance 
you willingly do it. To me, you're telling God he made a mistake. And I don't think God, God did. I think we, we, we all are the way God made us to be. Um, I've said this argument and people say, well, you wear, make, you wear make, makeup. Yes, I do. Some, sometimes I do. Most of the times I, I don't. Um, when I do wear it, it is sparingly, you know, whatever, but I do do wear it. So am I being a hypocrite? You know, so that's, that's where, um, that's where I stand. Um, Shelby says, I think society as a whole has made it complicated. Angie says, I have to say, I do wonder if there was no social media, would everything be so out of control? Angie, and that's another point. If we took away all the social media, would people really care about pro pronouns? I mean, we would probably still hear it, but would it be so pro pronounced as it is now? Rena says, it's like everyone needs to be seen or feel special. I get that. Everyone deserves that, but it, but it has gone too far. Okay. Shelby says, I agree with you. Uh, shoot. Okay. Sal, you agree with me? Um, I agree too. Rena says, God doesn't make mistakes. Um, and, and she says, exactly. Wouldn't, wouldn't be, be so out there. And I don't think God made, God made mistakes. But then when we did our transgender show and I'm listening to someone and I'm listening to her to her story I'm understanding it and it changed my mind about certain things but at the same time I still have the basic belief that when we change ourselves I mean even something like you know I mean, anything where it changes your uh, appearance, to me, you're telling God, if you be believing God, he made a mistake. So if he made a mistake with you, did he make a mistake with the rest of us? Hi, Sunny. Welcome. Um, are all of us mistakes? So we should go and change our uh, appearance? So that's where I stand. And um, again, I don't mean, uh, Crucible, welcome. I don't mean to um, be rude to anyone. I'm just telling you guys how I personally feel. Um, yeah, so I've said what I have to say. So does anybody want to pop on the panel or uh, um push push back on me saying I'm being rude, saying I'm not being rude, say dang solid, you know, you know, that was pretty nasty or whatever. I mean, any anybody wanna, you know, so but um, you know, that's just that's just, you know, what what I think. And um and to people who do decide to go that route, you're changing your appearance so drastically that you're changing your, your, your sex, more power to you. If that's what you want to do, that's, that's what you, what, that's what you want to do. I'm not going to knock you or anything. I may not uh, agree with you. Um, we could get into a conversation where we may go back and forth, but in the end, it's your choice. In the end, you know, 
at night when you go to bed, you're the one who is thinking about you and what in your situation. I'm not thinking about you and your situation, just like you're not thinking about me and, and, and my situation, you know. Um, but I do believe that when it comes to the where we've gotten to the point where people are actually getting upset if we don't call them the right pronouns. Um, I think it's become a bit a bit complicated. Um, you know, so hold on, Crucible, let me. You know, um, I think that when people, you know, if if I say, you know, does she want to go, and then they're getting upset, they, you mean they. Well, first of all, the proper sentence, you know, kind of the way to properly say the sentence is she, he, you know, if I'm speaking about a particular individual, you know, I don't want to say, you know, do they want, want to go and I'm talking about her or him or she or he, does she want to go? Does he, does he, 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 he want to go? I'm not talking about a group of people. A group to me is, is, is a they. You know, so once again, um, I think that we become more complicated just in terms of male and female than we really need to be. And I'll probably lose some listeners over this. I'll probably get some 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 stuff that we talk about on this show, y'all. Some of the emails that I receive, you know. But at the same time, people are listening. So, Crucible, welcome. Hi, Solid. Hi, everyone. I, I miss your intro. You don't have to repeat it, but I'm kind of picking up on on your your um, most recent comments here, and I, I'm pretty sure I'm on the same page. I'll just give my my view of it real quick. I th- I agree with you. It has been t- entirely co-opted by a very small group of people for purposes of a of a different agenda. I think it's cruel. I think it's inappropriate. I think it's wholly unnecessary that we're having this conversation. There's an old phrase, it goes way back and it shows how old I am. It goes something like, when a situation seems upside down or backwards, it's called the tail is wagging the dog. In other words, everything is backwards. So, you know, this whole thing, I wanna be called this or I wanna identify as that, it affects probably less than 1% of the population. I don't know for sure, but I think I read something recently that the all transgender and all that whole pronoun stuff might affect 0.6% of the population. So the whole thing has to be asked, why are we jumping through all these hoops to do something so inconsequential in the greater scheme of things, so inappropriate and unnecessary for such a tiny group of people who may or may not be well-adjusted enough to even be worth the discourse. Okay, all right, and and I, I want to share um, uh, just briefly. Um, I had this conversation with. Well, I'm sorry. I, I someone one of my friends. She always knows what the topics are going to be for the day, and she sent me this thing today. Uh, we were kind of going back and forth on. Uh, texting and she says um um when i did my when she she i i i made a comment about 
uh, it beginning with LGBTQT people, she says, now you have to add plus. Um, she says, because there are more. And she says, what kills me is the entire L LGBTQT plus community is like 1%, what, what, Krupa, what Krupa said, is like 1% of the total population. And they are imposing how we refer to people. Okay. And um, I, I agree, you know, and even if it were 75% of the population, I guess for me, I'm not understanding how we need to, like, I'm not going to get offended if you get my gender wrong. People have gotten my gender wrong before. You know, I've been saying sir before. Oh, sorry. I mean, ma'am, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm not going to get offended if you get my gender wrong. I mean, there are other things that would offend me more. Um, so when you're, you know, they talk about the things that you learn in, in school. So when a teacher is teaching, when they get to the lesson, um, welcome Kimberly, when they get to the lesson uh, in, in, in English or language, however you want to call it, where you're talking about pr pronouns, are teachers now supposed to change the pronouns? I mean, is she and he, does that does not, not mean the same? I don't know, guys. I mean, again, like I said, you can live your life how, however you want. I don't care. At the end of the day, you know, or throughout the day, beginning of the day, it is your life. You do whatever you want. But when it does affect how other people are living theirs, I do have a problem with it. I have a problem with anything that affects how other people are living their life. Um. Let's see, Kimberly is saying, hey, peoples to everyone. And Brian says, I can't even keep up with the new math they have my son doing. I don't even want to talk about them changing pronouns now. Brina, my son is 22 and I couldn't keep up with with, with, with the new math. So, <laughs> so Cruz, what, you want to make a comment? Yeah, it strikes me that's what's going on here, and it's happened before in other areas, not too, not too, in the, in the fairly recent past. And what is, is happening, I believe, is because they know this agenda, this topic is probably very unpopular with general population, they've chosen to weaponize it. And what I mean by that is they've weaponized gender in a way that they're, they're being as bold and as aggressive as they possibly can. And they're daring the rest of the population to call them on it. And when the rest of the population calls them on it, you're called a bigot. You're called insensitive. You're called a hater. You're called every name in the book. And everybody does what at that point? They shut up and the agenda moves forward. So in my view, it, this may not be the best analogy, but it is not dissimilar to when you're trying to discipline a child. The child will push and push and push and test boundaries. And every time he gets away or she gets away with something, it files away in the back of the head. I can do this. And the next battleground comes up and the same tactics are employed and the parents roll over and the kid goes, aha, I got a strategy here. And so this, I believe, is what is happening here. It's where do we draw the line? 
if we don't stand up now and don't lay down some serious ground rules, we're talking about children here. We're not talking about late teenagers, early 20s, I don't think. We're talking about children here. So it is not only a slippery slope, you, you open that door a crack, these people will kick it open and they will dictate the terms and they will dare you to oppose them. And when you do, they will do exactly what I just said. So that's what really bugs me about this thing. It isn't just about pronouns and about gender. It's weaponizing a topic that is just the camel's nose under the tent, in my view. Okay, but let's 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 take a, a step back here. But first, uh, let me read what D says. D says, I think it's largely dependent upon the age of the people that make the identification. I would be interested to know what your son thinks. I believe the younger the person, the more they are affected by the gender identity. People are differentiating between sexual orientation and, and gender. Yes, D, you are absolutely right. And my son, we have we have talked. We have talked talked about this, and um, he personally doesn't get it. You know, he, he's you know he's like I mean we talked about. It, he's like, mom, I don't understand. You know, you know you're either male or 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 you're female. He or she, whatever. He doesn't get it, but you know he goes to a school that has a um, I wouldn't say half of the school because it's a small school. Um, um, but a sizable amount of 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 students there are L L G B Q Q T. You know, um, he gets a, 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 along with 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 everyone. Um, you know, but it's not something that he dwells on. It's a conversation we, we've had, and we have moved moved, moved on. Um, so, but Crucible, I understand what you're saying. I don't want to make this into a a, a, a political thing. Uh, I don't I don't want to go there, but I do, you know, say society has society made genders compl complicated. Um, so when you say that, you know, people will push and push and push, um, has society allowed this to happen? Um, Brina says uh, to Shelby, Let's see. I need to get a tutor. I was no help. Okay, you're talking about the, the new new math. Okay. Um, ba, 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 ba. And Shelby says yes, yes, they have. And Crucible says yeah. Okay. I remember when um, some of you all may may not remember, but I'm old enough to remember when, in my opinion, when a lot of this stuff started to happen with the whole gender thing. Um, I remember when there was a, a case, I want to say back in the late 80s, where um, a gay couple wanted to put the other one on their medical in insurance. And it went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um, you know, they were saying that they were a couple, they were together. Um, and after a lot of legal battles, they eventually won. Then from there, it, catapult, it catapulted to where we are now. Um, so let's forget about them pushing and pushing and pushing, you know, you know, the way Crucible said, you know, they push, they push, they push. Let's, let's look at some of these things then. Should things like medical insurance only be for your children, 
your husband, your wife, and that's it. It shouldn't be for anything else. For all these other things that are out there, should it just be for, you know, um, if you get pensions or something, it's only for you, your wife, your husband, your children? Should it be any other group? You know, um, when people leave, when people die and they leave money, should you be able to leave $50,000 to your dog? I mean, because in the end, is the dog really getting it? I mean, seriously. So has society made it possible for things like gender and us questioning who we are? Are you a he? Are you a they? Are they a she or him? Whatever. Is society doing it because we've done it with so many other things that we have allowed? Um, so what do you do? Do we go back and we re rewrite everything? If you allow this group to do this, then shouldn't that group be able to do to do that? Well, wait, you're allowing this group to do this, and how come this group can't can't do that? Isn't that basically what 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 we're what we're doing? So, how much has society complicated things as opposed to a particular group? How much has society allowed a lot of things like this to happen as opposed to a particular group? Um, let's see. Thank you everyone for liking the show. Shelby says, I wouldn't put it past to leave money to a dog when there's children identifying as cats and dogs. You know, you know, and Shelby, you're absolutely right. You know, um, um, and, and Rita, I read that same story about a girl in Australia that identified as a cat. You know, so we're... It's not like you're saying, I identify as a cat. I identify as a dog. People are actually going to court to make it legal. So if it's legal, then that's a game changer. And then Brina says, I can't, I, I, I just don't get it. So again, I come back to has society made genders complicated so i'm not talking about a particular group but i'm saying has society made it complicated because we have allowed it to happen crucible yeah i think society is probably responsible and let's face it we are society i'm not pointing the finger like i'm not part of it i'm part of society we all are but look at all the things society has facilitated over the past 20 years that have not been positive for us as a, as a population. So I think society owns a big, big, big chunk of it. And I also believe as a free society, people over the age of 18 should be able to identify anything they want to, if they're a cat, if they're a dog, if they're a man, if they're a woman, I don't care what that is. It's a free country. The problem I have in the quote unquote society is when we get into laws and rules and mandates and forcibly making people do things that's against against their will or against their values or their or their beliefs. So when I say they're going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing, there is if this were a popular agenda or a popular topic, they wouldn't need to do that. There would be lots of people coming out and saying, yes, yes. 
whether this belongs in the mental health category or not, I'm not really ready to go that far yet. I'm not going to say that people who are gender confused or are conflicted are mentally ill. I don't believe that. I do believe there are some issues going on there that need to be probably addressed or, or treated. But if you want to identify as something that's outside the norms of what we typically look at in society, you know what? Go for it. But don't pass laws and don't make rules and don't dictate that the rest of us either accept it or we're somehow on the outside looking in. Because what we've been led to believe, whether it's the media or the people who are, are propagating this, is that everybody's on board. When in fact, I believe statistics will tell you the opposite is true. So you get this kind of brainwashed thing that sets in and nobody wants to be the one that stands up and said, well, wait a minute, because we've been led to believe everybody's on board. And if we're not on board, we're something must be wrong with us. So I think there's a propaganda campaign going on right now that's leading people to believe this is a much more popular topic than it actually is. The devil's in the details. You want to do whatever you want to do after the age of 18, go for it. Under the age of 18, keep your hands off. Okay, I have a comment to make about that. Uh, I'm gonna read what Shelby says first. Um, I think a lot of this, uh, I think a lot of it is the fact that people love conflict and if they can create it, and this is the way they, they, they'll do it. Okay, so Crucible, you said a a lot there. Um, so, but isn't gender something that we as a society should have anticipated coming down the pike like 20 years ago? Shouldn't we have an, an anticipated this um, with all the other things that have happened over the years? Um, and again, I'm not going po 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 political, guys. I'm, I'm making, I'm, I'm making, a, I'm, I'm trying to tie to tie this together. When you have things like women's rights, voting, civil rights, um, uh you know, um, uh, interracial marriage, whatever. Is it just that it's time for this to happen? And in another 20 years, we'll have something else that this will be like in the past. No one will care what, what pronouns are and we'll be arguing about something else. So is this something that we should have for, for, foreseen? If you understand where, where, where I'm going. No, that's a good observation, Solid. We should have seen this coming, but I don't, I think there are so many forces that are allied, you know, on these kinds of things that I don't think it's possible, even if we saw it coming, who wanted to stop it? You make an interesting point about interracial marriage. Nobody blinks at that anymore. Although there was a time 50 or 60 years ago where it was very, very taboo, but I would have been, I'm not saying opposed, but I don't like the government getting involved in our personal lives. I might not have been on board with a law being passed saying something about interracial marriage, that, that, that the law was somehow going to supersede people's individual choices or something like that. This is kind of where I'm going with the society thing. Yes, we should have seen it coming, but even if we saw it coming, you have to want to do something about it. You have to want to see it as the, and I'm going to use the word that might be unpopular, the threat or the potential threat that it is and, and address it accordingly. But we didn't do that. If people did see it coming, they were awfully silent. Okay. And then again, I say, well, so when you say individual liberties, we live in a country where you have one group of people who think 
that individual liberties are being t taken away. You have another group of people who think that individual um, liberties are being t taken away, but they see those individual liberties completely separate. They don't agree on what those individual liberties are. So let's look at interracial marriage. So why was society so concerned about interracial marriage that they had a law that is still um, on the books in some states? I mean, even though federally it isn't, but in some states, and some people even want to bring back a law condemning interracial marriage. Why is it such a threat to people if people who are not of the same race get get married? Why is it such a threat to people? And I'm playing devil's advocate here. Why is it such a threat to, 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 to people, to some people, that two men are married, two women are, are married, two men are, are adopting this, this child, two women are uh, adopting this, uh, this uh, child? Um, why is it such a threat? Why is it a threat that an interracial couple is adopting this, this, this child? So when you start looking at individual liberties, do we even have any? Have we ever? Hasn't the government or somebody always been in our business? Whether it be telling you to wear a mask, telling you to get to to get vaccinated, and I'm not just talking about COVID. I'm talking about polio and um, crucible. You and I, we had this conversation. I mean, for us who are old enough, who have that vaccination, that vaccine, that vaccination shot um, that is on our on on our arm. You know, um, you know, have we ever had a time when the government was not in our business? So for something like gender identity, that's why I said in 20 years, next year, two years from now, tomorrow, it'll be something different. Crucible says ignorance, bigotry, uh, Crazy Kyle says population control and official welcome to Crazy Kyle, Raccoon 6 and Power Girl. Uh, I just typed in the welcome. And Raccoon says it's all about power, money and, and control. Okay, so if it's all about power, money, and, and control, then should we as a society just look at it and say it'll never stop? That we can complain all we want to? We can pick it in, in, in the streets. We can be mad at this group. We can be mad at, at, at that group. But it's never going to change because the bottom line is, aren't we all in, in the same boat? Raccoon 6, welcome, and welcome back to my show. Hi. Hello. Yeah, I just got and I was doing a little work. Uh, something we have to remember more than anything else that, yeah, people can identify as a cat, a dog, a horse, male, female, anything that they ain't. And yeah, you, you should just go ahead and say, okay, whatever. But it all comes down to they started this crap up to victimize people to make people who feel secure in their own life to weigh down on the guilt that these people are trying to throw at us i mean you know i keep a bag of cat litter around here just in case i have people who come by that i don't really know i don't want them peeing on my floor you know if they make themselves out to be cats i have a 
litter box ready for them. All I gotta do is pour it in there. But I don't really care. I mean, we should be looking more at the fact that we're all Americans. We're all humans, regardless of skin color, culture, and creed. Because there's only one race on this planet. It's a human race. And God give you the sex that you are stuck with. No matter what you do, you're still going to be that sex you were born with. Now, every now and then, one in a million or one in a billion will be born with both sexes. Mm -hmm. That's very, very rare. That's like waiting for the moon to turn, I don't know, pink. It ain't going to happen very often. And nobody's seen it yet. But we all need to just get along. Regardless of what you want people to identify you with, then, okay, if they decide that they don't want to identify you with what you want, well, if it hurts your feelings, well, tough. Life is hurts hurt your feelings. That's why you're here. We're all here for a test. And that's all it is. Life is nothing but a test of ups and downs. And how you go about it and how you come out in the end is how you're going to be judged. Okay. All right. So then Reku, then let, let me ask, ask this then. Um, do you believe that because you identify as a cat or as a dog, um, legally that should be okay? No, I don't think it should be okay. The gov every time the government says I'm here to help, you should run in terror because they're going to take something away from you that you hold dearly. Okay, we have a right, you know, we have a First Amendment right that gives us the right to voice our opinions. But nowadays, people don't want to hear the opinions. They get all upset. They want to beat you up. They want to spit on you or whatever. Those are people who have low self-esteem. They have to identify with something or not because they can't quite grasp the concept. It's all in the mind, and we've been we've been brainwashed throughout generations for this moment in time we're facing right now. People running around right now in my town, still wearing masks, got their windows rolled up, and they're only one in the car. What are they afraid of? A mask is a symbol of slavery. When they had slaves, they put a mask on them. The reason they put a mask on them is on account they didn't want them talking to each other. Or if they were talking, they were pretty much not being able to be understood because the mask battens down their voice. And that's what it's all about. Put the mask on and shut them up. And that's what they're doing to them. That's what they did in 1919 with the Dagon uh, Spanish flu. That was another big scam because they wanted to control people and it was their time. They wanted the elite wanted to have control of the people. If you think you're free, think again because everything you're buying, everything you do in your life, regardless of how you think about it, is being controlled by the elite and the government who were bought out by the elite. They're trying to control you 
to keep you in the minion state. And if you decide you want to break away, they either get rid of you, throw you in jail, or they chastise you so bad nobody will even look at you because you're not playing along with the narrative. It's all about complying. If you comply, everything's fine. If you don't, your life is a living hell sometimes. But the thing we have to remember is we have certain freedoms that they can't touch. One of them is a freedom of thought. However you use your freedom of thought, that depends on you. It's like one show used to say a long time ago and everybody laughed about it. It's your choice. Choose wisely. Okay. All right. Um, and to Crazy Kyle and D, uh, totally understand. Um, uh, see, Ralph Williams says blood tests, uh, SAT tests. Um, you know, so when you look at all, all of this, um, does society, um, and I did not want to do a, a political show, y'all. <laughs> I really didn't. Um, but the society, the society, how do I want to put this? Isn't the government society in the sense that the people who we elect to put into office are making these laws and these rules and and making it okay for people to do certain things um like i said before um i i die i leave you know fifty thousand dollars uh to my to my three dogs and legally i'm able to do that legally my will is allowing me to 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 do that um so where do we stop is it with the people that we elect um who are making these these rules but then we're going to get into a a an argument on who's the best person or do we as individuals say that it doesn't make sense for me to identify as a cat. I was born a female. I should stay a a a a, a female. Um, I shouldn't, you know, do do this. I shouldn't do 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 that. Um, and even and, and regularly, I'm even going to go, you know, to address the 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 the, the, the mask thing. I am somebody that that wears a um, a, a a mask. I do it mainly because people are nasty. People are just nasty. And I have been coughed on, I have been sneezed on. I you know, I mean it's it's it's, it's just gross to me. You know, and I don't want to inhale any of your <laughs> you know whatever you are you are doing. But I understand what you're saying. I understand what what you are saying totally. Um but do we as a society are we the main problem? Are we the problem that we're in the state that we're in? Are we the problem that, you know, we're arguing over pronouns? That we're arguing over, you know, should people be able to change their sex? Should people be able to uh, adopt 
you know, this person or a, 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 adopt that person, you know, because, you know, it's two, it's two men, whatever, you know, I, so um, I'll go to Crucible first and then Raccoon, I'll, I'll, I'll go back to you. Crucible? Yeah. Yeah, the society has its fingerprints all over this thing. I mean, I don't think most people have a problem, and I'm saying most people, I'm sure there are pockets where they do, that if two men want to adopt a child, two women want to adopt a child, two men want to get married, a black and a white woman, I don't care. What I, what I draw the line is when these groups, and there's always going to be disaffected groups, always going to be groups that feel that they're being marginalized, that they're on the fringes, and their voices are not being heard. That's part of who we are as a society today. But we've become so timid as a society, kind of a little bit to Raccoon's point, that we are terrified of speaking up and speaking our mind even when we are in the right. So as long as we're not discriminating or making laws or rules that prohibit certain groups of people from doing things, I don't think most of society gives a flying fig how what people do behind closed doors. But generally speaking, when the disaffected are looking for a voice, even if they're 1% of the population, it doesn't end there. They're, they want something else. There are certain rights, certain laws. It's not about what we do behind closed doors. It's about how you look at me and treat me when I'm out in the world. And that's where I think we, we are getting into slippery slopes and difficult situations because it goes beyond what you're doing behind closed doors. They don't stop there. So I do think Raccoon makes an interesting point and you make an interesting point, Solid. Most people don't care. It's when it tries to get extended beyond where it should be is where we as a society are conditioned to shut up because we don't want to be the one person, aha, I knew you were a racist. Aha, I knew you were a bigot. I knew you were a homophobe. Nobody wants to take that chance. People lose their jobs over stupid, silly stuff like that today. So I'm on board with certain provisions of what the LBGTQ plus community wants to do, but it has to be within the confines of what makes sense for the rest of society. Okay. And uh, uh, welcome Ralph William and welcome Grant. And Shelby says, I don't care either, but I will not force my religion on them. So do not force your lifestyle on me. Well, well said. And Raccoon, I am coming to you. Um, hold on. Um, Kyle says, yep, this is our problem because the logical system has gone uh, to crap. <laughs> two plus two is four. Okay, show me how you're right. Two uh, minus two is zero. One plus one plus one equals four. But then even the math is, is, is questioned. Very, very good point. And Common Core. <laughs> common Core. We won't even talk about Common Core. That's a whole different topic, Kyle. Okay, Raccoon. Okay, something that people don't realize is our societies around the world, and here in America especially, are morally bankrupt. We teach our kids things that they shouldn't. Kids are kids. They should go out and play. They've been basically transformed into sedentarian lifestyles for most children. Not all children, but most children. I mean, when you're in the city, you're afraid to let your kid out because you might get picked up. It might be beat up. You might be kidnapped. Who knows? But we don't teach kids anymore about respecting things and one of the things to respect is individuals if you don't have respect for an individual if you're the one that goes and and spits on somebody or wants to fight them then 
chances are you're weak-minded. It's only when you have to defend yourself that you're called a racist. If somebody comes up to me in this town, and and probably, oh, 70% of us people here are Indians, they'll come up to you and try to intimidate you. And I've sat down with a lot of them. I've been on, on the street corner talking with a few of them. I give them a few bucks every now and then when I feel I need to give them a few bucks. And sometimes I'll buy them a lunch and I'll make them eat it in front of me so they don't sell it to their buddies to go buy beer. That's not being racist. Okay, that's helping your fellow man. And we don't do that anymore. We don't have we don't show anybody what their potential is we want to form our own little government and tell them how we want them to be now i mixed here with several different cultures in this little town i'm in most of it's native american two different tribes sometimes three different tribes depending on where the people come in from out of town but i never have to worry about walking downtown in the middle of the night and getting beat up because they all know I'm too old to take a butt whipping and too young to run. <laughs> I'm going to take them down as best as I can. And they know I all carry. And they say, well, you're afraid of something I said, no, this is for the guys who might overrun me. And I'm not going to let them do that. I'm not going to bow down to nobody. I won't bow down to a politician. I hassle politicians. I make it my life's, work to hassle politicians into exposing themselves to the locals and i've been banned from going to county council and city council meetings because i ask them questions nobody wants to step up and ask them they haven't been down those rabbit holes they all sit there oh you man you, you need to watch yourself man you're, you're going to get in trouble I said man, i was born in trouble i don't care they can't throw me away, and they sure the hell ain't going to eat me. So they'll just have to put up with it. But we have to get back on track because we got kids running around right now thinking that they should be, you know, we're talking little kids. They should be little porn star dancers on a stage somewhere because it's being infiltrated into our school systems. They're taught that you can be anything you want. Yeah, you can, but you can't change anything that you want. Some things are unchangeable. And people don't realize that people who want to change their sex, whack off your junk or whatever, they have the higher suicide rate than veterans right now. And that's pretty daggone bad. Suicide rate for veterans is like 20%. And they're popping off all the time. But transgenders are really, really whacking themselves off. They're, they're, they're going out here and jumping off of buildings and cars and doing all kinds of weird stuff because they have figured out they've been lied to, but now it's too late. And... We have all this trash that's been thrown at us with laws. Oh, you must do this. You must do that. The only problem is the people who write these laws 
those laws do not pertain to them because it's laws for thee, but not for me. You can insider trade if you're a politician, but you can't if you're a private citizen. You can speed and be drunker and crap and say, oh, I'm going to a political rally. And if a cop stops that politician, that cop will either get fired or sometimes with enough poll, he could be sent to jail for doing his job that he's sworn to do. Okay. We have moral corruption here in the United States. We got the largest, the largest amount of porn on the air. The United States has a handle on all the porn. Okay. We have all the, the, the drug problems in mass that most countries don't put up with. So you're not doing those drugs and they'll, they'll take care of it. But here we've been fighting a drug war since the sixties, since the hippie movement. I know I'm probably making a few people mad since the hippie movement, the hippie movement, started a big craze of doing drugs all the time. And I was part of that for a little while before I wised up. But some of those old hippies are now the people in control. They're the ones who are doing the coke, but you can't. They're the ones that are doing all kinds of other things that are supposed to be immoral. They're doing it. Because they're in the upper crust. Down here in the bottom, they don't care about you. You're just dirt on the bottom of their shoes. And all they're going to do is wipe you free of them when they get their re-election done. And I tell people, if you're going to vote for somebody, research this person. Find out what, what their hobbies are. Find out what they do in life. Find out what their their history is in voting in any any politics they've been involved in find out what corporations or what schools they were in find out what clubs they belong to it's very important because you i was involved in a few clubs that i left just for the simple fact i seen the corruption involved in it and i said no i'm not doing this crap and i tried to bring it forward to people in private say hey man you gotta watch this here's what they're doing and they called me ignorant they called me stupid they called me a conspiracy theorist well guess what conspiracies do come true and people need to wake up because of the fact that it's our life it's in the hanging they want to eliminate 90 percent of the world's population and they're saying the next pandemic is going to be worse than the first one. The first one wasn't nothing. It really wasn't. The flu kills on average in the United States, 189,000 people a year. And what is the flu? It's a coronavirus. They just upset the apple cart when they started blasting it on news and telling people that they're going to die if they don't take this vaccine which is killing them and everybody said well i don't want to die well sooner or later you're going to die there ain't a damn thing you can do about it and all the success you've had in the world that you want to hang on to just remember rarely do you ever see a u-haul behind a hearse 
going to the graveyard. Okay, <laughs> Raccoon, you said a lot, and there's a couple of things that I, I, I want to say uh, to what you were saying. Um, let me catch up on the uh, chat first. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, da, da, da. Okay, Frankie, thank you very much. Uh, this is a good uh, uh, conversation and topic. Uh, D says to Crucible, I think that they would make the same point. Uh, I agree. Da, 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 da. Crazy Kyle says, Jordan Peterson said, said it that when an offensive word is challenged, we should go challenge except... Wait, hold on, let me read this again. Jordan Peterson said that when an offensive word is challenged, we should go challenge, accept it. That's how most leaders are born, but what leader they become is up to them and they better be for they better be for the good leader. Let's see, uh, Crazy Kyle says, my sister has almost been banned on social media. Brandon says, yeah, these kids are exposed to way too much sex. Okay, Kyle says, uh, well, most of the cops have uh, backed down from their spots and let, let the government uh, handle this, but they didn't quit his job or get tossed in the brink. D says the suicide rate isn't going on in isolation. People many times commit suicide because they are treated by other well-doing people. Uh, Kyle says on earth, the first pandemic was God's plague, then the black plague, then so forth. Um, I, I agree. Uh, D says my dad aunt who had COVID-19 would say differently. And uh, D says, sorry for your loss uh, at that time or recently. Okay. Everyone also, as, as always, thank you for liking the show. Um, D, I'm not understanding what you mean by when you say your aunt had COVID would say differently in terms of, are you referring to what Kyle said? in terms of the first pan pandemic? Because we have had a lot of pandemics throughout time, a lot of them. So, okay, and um, something that Raccoon said, he said that, you know, our school system, you know, are, you know, teaching kids how to be, be, be pop stars, whatever. But again, that's where I go back to society. How much are schools doing damage as opposed to what parents are are doing and i say that because when my son was little um i didn't stick a phone in his hand every time you know he was getting fidgety or you know he may have started to cry or something like that i didn't stick a, a phone in, in, in his hand i gave him a book i gave him crayons and paper where you can draw, you know, um, uh, he didn't, you know, but you see how many kids do you see when you go out to the store? Uh, hey, 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 Doss, welcome. Um, how many people do you see when you go out to, to the store? They're sticking, you know, their, their kids are in the strollers with 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 phones or they're sitting there while they're waiting for you to to check out or something. They're playing with with a phone. You know, so is it schools that are doing a lot of the damage or is it is it parents is it parents who are allowing their children to change their gender or 
is it society? So how much does society, I mean, how much does, you know, how much do schools, are schools um, doing damage as opposed to what we as parents are doing as, as damage or we as society? Um, you know, and even when things that we believe in, um, what are we teaching our kids? I mean, how many people live in a household where, you know, when you vote for someone that, you know, you're basically telling your kid who to vote for, whatever, and it, so forth and so 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 on. Um, I don't do that in my, my household. You go look up who you want to vote for. These are the people who, who are running whatever you choose. So how many, how much is it our fault as opposed to school? So are schools telling kids to dress up like the Kardashians or are we allowing our kids to watch TV shows like the Kardashians? I think so, the answer is both. Okay, but, I, school, but how much, but okay, but again, I'm going to push back on how much is it schools and well, how I'm, much is it, is it, is it you? I mean, because, because even when it comes, comes, comes to schools, you can choose to pull your kid out of school. So, well, there was recently, I think it was down in, I want to say Georgia, I could have the state wrong, but it was just a couple of weeks ago where there was a high school, I think it was, it was a grammar school, it wasn't a high school, it was a grammar school, a, a grade school, I should say, um, middle schoolers that uh, there was a drag, they wanted to put on a drag queen show in a school for kids under the age of 14. And it wasn't just men dressing up as women and dancing around. They were, they were pushing an agenda. They were talking to students about questioning their sexuality, putting things in their heads that may not have been there. Kids are already confused enough about things at that particular age. Wait, 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 wait hold on, hold on. You're saying that the school was, was, was questioning their, their, their gender? No, no, the, the school, the school sanctioned the show. It was a drag show and the drag performers were the ones saying it's okay to question your sexuality. It's okay to question your gender. It's normal, blah, blah, blah. And I think either the show went on and was a, was, um, but they pulled the plug on halfway through or it never went off once parents got an idea of exactly what the content was. So to answer your question, yes, the schools are aiding and abetting this stuff. And I, you want, don't want to get into a political thing. I get it. That, this particular topic, when it comes to the schools corrupting our children, is just the tip of the iceberg. Okay, so question for you. I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate here. I'm a, I'm a pushback. So how do you allow your child to be in a play and you don't know what, what it's about? It's, it's, it, we saw it during the COVID lockdowns when the students were doing Zoom calls and the remote learning was taking place and, and parents were at home working, all of a sudden they got a little bit of a glimpse into what was going on with the curriculum and we all saw what happened from there. So it's not unusual for parents not to know well, at no, all. No, 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 Crucible, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna push, I'm, I'm gonna push, push back on, on, on you on, on, on that one. Having homeschooled my son from fifth grade through, through 12th grade, 
and um, I get the on online thing, whatever. But you know the curriculum. If you're, you mm -hmm. should know the curriculum just okay. as much. Well, well, the okay? point. The point is not the curriculum. So, How did it get to that point? Whether they knew about it or not, why was it even being planned? Okay, so once, once, once again, I, I say, how do parents know? or not know that this is going on. Um, the teacher has to put out a lesson plan or or if, if they say we are going to put put on a, a, a performance, whatever. Um, I did the online um, school plays and, and what have you. I always knew what was going on, what what they were going to talk about and what the topic is. So yes, I understand partially what you're saying about schools, but at the same time, you as a parent, whether you're working or not, how do you not know that your child is involved in this type of, of, of lesson, play, whatever? So I have to go and say that's more the parents more so than it's the school. Okay. I, I would respectfully disagree, but okay. Okay. All right. All right. Um, uh, see, Kyle says to dose, uh, do Earth is broke and a nuclear winter for an Earth reset wouldn't be, would be so bad. Kyle have said many times that God needs to just end it all and start over. Uh, dose says, uh, make sure you wear some cool sunglasses. Uh, see, Minnesota, thank you for the uh, gift. Uh, let's see. The good state of Virginia disagrees with you. Hey, you know, that is fine, you know, but um, again, having, having, and then, and then another thing that I'm, that I'm going to say this one reason why I am so, so, so strong um, about what I just said was I have always been an involved parent. My husband has always been an involved parent. We know what, what is going on. Um, or knew what was going on when my son was going to a brick and mortar school and when he was was homeschooled. Always knew. Always knew what was going on, you know, to the point where we were told, could you all back up just a little bit? You know, and even now with my son in, in away at school, I still know what is going going on. I was raised by two parents who were knew what was going on with our lessons, schools, teachers, everything. So I'm just one of those in, involved parents. And I've seen the parents who have said, well, I didn't know this was going on. Well, we got this, you know, your kid came home with this. And, and this is when we were going to, to, to brick and mortar school. Well, you know, well, your kid, they sit around this and this is what it is. Oh, I didn't see it. Or he didn't see, see whatever. I mean, even now, I'm asking my son, it's like, is there something that I need? Am I seeing everything? Because I don't want you to pop up saying, hey, I need this or can you do this for me? And it's, and it's, it's, it's the last minute. You know, I was one of those parents like, you know, did you get anything, whatever? Or we're going on this field trip. OK, I need to do. Did you bring home any any uh, any paperwork? So how much? Again, Crucible, that's what I say. I'm pushing back, whatever. I understand about the remote learning, but I've done remote learning. I, I did it for eight eight years. So, uh, I'm just... and, and, I and I understand that a lot of parents were thrown into re re remote learning, whatever, but as someone who homeschooled, no one was going on and asking for a, a, a lesson plan 
and finding out what are your kids doing and just asking questions, it's not that hard. Principal? Well, I just think that as I'm recalling this now, I believe the parents did get wind of it. I don't know that the show, I forget if it came off or not. I'm fuzzy on the details. I apologize for that. But once people got wind of it, they got involved immediately. So I guess where we're probably differing here is parents have a responsibility. There's no question about it. But why would the school even have sanctioned the idea in the first place for the parents to even have to weigh in? And that would seem to be a non-starter for the administration or the principal to go, whoa, 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 whoa. No way, Jose. It's not happening on my, on my watch. It would be a non-issue. So we're kind of putting the cart before the horse. Before the parents were to be involved and in, in aware of things, there had to be a concept or, a, or an event planned in the first place. Okay, why, did even, why did it even get to that point? Okay, true. And and you're you're absolutely right. But I'll, I'm also going to say is, is this something that the kids possibly could have planned and they just started doing it and then everybody was like, wait, 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 wait. I, or was it something that the school did say, yes, you can put on a play, but the school thought it was going to be whatever and it turned into whatever. I think these kids are way, way too young to have any exposure, any reference point whatsoever to that lifestyle. Okay. I don't okay. think the kids had anything to do with it. They're too young. Okay. All right. Okay. And Kyle wants, wants to pop up. Kyle, you have the mic. Hello. Hello there. Uh, it is on both ends of the, you know, of the, the sword, should I say. But, uh, to bring it down and to like the ultimative, you know, a parent, you know, must always be there, you know, to, uh, to see what's going on. I, I do believe that 120%. I do believe that, uh, how should I say my, my mom and dad, how should I say if my dad was off me and him, I was like eight or nine, I'd be watching history channel with my dad. And that I ain't lying. I learned, I learned a lot just watching history channel with my dad yeah it might be programming me in some way but uh it told it taught me how to question everything it did like i'd be like you know if everything's so peaceful like i just said on the comment if everything is so peaceful why is there so much war going on come on please enlighten me i would say that to my teachers and they'd be like, no, that's a topic. Uh, we can't. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, exactly. If you can't answer me, then don't, don't, don't bring up this. It has, n you know, it's, it's nothing to me then. And so like my, my dad always taught me how to, my dad and mom always taught me how to fight back to, uh, to any curriculum that was retarded. <laughs> so yeah, my mom and dad taught me that. Now I, I'm going to teach that to my son. I'm going to show him when he's of age, like 10 or 12. If he's home, he's going to watch, you know, war movies with me because that's what kids do, you know. They sit there, you know, movie night. And when whatever questions they got, yeah, you answer them. But, but Kyle, let, let me ask this, okay? And this is, and this is for, for, for anyone, okay? So let's say um, everyone takes their child out of regular school, out of a brick and mortar school, everybody decides to, I'm going to homeschool my 
child or my children. We all have different beliefs. We come from different cultures. We vote for different people. We grew up differently, whatever. Yeah. Is that going to be any better? Meaning that you have someone who strongly be, believes this particular thing. You have people who don't like a certain group of people. You have people who do like a certain group of people. You have people who, you know, um, change their genders, have changed the way they look, just change everything. You know, they, I mean, you have people who just believe different things and you're, and they're teaching children. Is that going to be any better? In your opinion, meaning we're all, if everyone decided to, to homeschool their ch children, there were no more private schools, pu um, uh, uh, public schools. Everyone just taught their children at home. And with we and with all of us believing so many different things, is that going to, is that any better than keeping your child in, in a regular school? I don't believe it's uh, any better or worse, but the only bad part is that they're just going to have miscommunication with f shit like friends or coworkers. That's like the only app, you know, absolute like problem that they're going to have, but there are ways to get over that. It's always be there to, you know, question them over and, you know, question them over everything and have them ask you questions. Communication is always key. And that's how you, and that's how we got to beat this. Okay. All right. And Crucible, since you're on the panel, I'm going to ask you the same, the same question. Communication. Crucible, you there? Yeah, I'm sorry. Could you repeat the question? <laughs> okay, Kyle, I'm, I'm going to mute, mute you for a moment. Um, basically, if everyone took their kid out of school, no more schools, no more private schools, public schools, whatever. And we all decided to um, homeschool our, our kids. We all come from different backgrounds. We be, believe certain things. Um, you think that's going to be, be better for our children or worse? Worse, worse in a lot of ways, I think. Because first of all, you'd have to kind of concoct some sort of a social construct for how his kids interact with each other and socialize. No, I'm not talking about the, 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 the social part. I'm talking well, about, that's part I'm talking of it. about what well, we hold on, but I'm talking about teaching. I'm yeah, talking well, about as long I'm as there okay. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying, I'm talking about what you're teaching your child. So yes. you, you're still teaching them. You're teaching them history. You're teaching them language. You're teaching them all of, of the math or whatever. Is that better or is it worse? In some ways it's better, in some ways it's worse. As long as there's a consistent curriculum throughout each homeschooling situation, I think that's probably fine. But you run the risk, just like with teachers these days, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on, they tend to push agendas, whether it's on one side or the other. What's to stop a parent from pushing an agenda? There's no other students in the class. There's no outside external review board watching what you're doing. You can tell your child anything you want as far as your worldview, politics, society, and there's no checks and balances on you. So I think DMAC typed in the chat, we do need teachers as much as I have issues with teachers these days, particularly the public school system. I think there has to be some overarching governing uh, influence 
because left to their own devices, you might just be creating the same problem in a different way on a more individual basis. But I think there has to be some consistency and you don't get that on a one-on-one basis, I don't think. Okay, as a homeschool parent, um, there was a curriculum that we had to follow, whatever. Um, and there was a, um, you know, we had truant um, officers and what have you. If your child was not in school, uh, you better believe that they, you know, missed three three times. Somebody was knocking on, on, on your door. Um, they did have to test at the end. Well, actually, they, they tested twice a, a year. And in terms of the social part, never had a problem with social part. We, we did more social stuff, I think, um, homeschooling than we did um, uh, in a, a brick and mortar school. But, but Crucible, you're, you're, you're kind of making my, my point because, and Dee, I understand what you're saying about we need, we need teachers. But when not even if you're not homeschooling your child, just raising your, your child, we are in some way teaching or telling them what we think, what we, what we believe, you know, don't, don't play with that kid down, down the street because they look different from you or don't do this or, 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 you know, or you should do this and, you know, be, leave this. There are parents that, 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 that do that. So, um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, I mean, it's a different, it's a difficult we are on a slippery slope and um i think that younger children are more in tune with what's going on than we like to believe i really do because some younger kids are saying a lot of things that they shouldn't say and i think a 14 year old putting on a a school play like that I think that they're aware. I think children are aware of a lot of stuff. So, so guys, um, I'm going to wrap it up. Um, I'm going to give some last words here. This has been a really good conversation, guys. Tomorrow's Thursday, so we're having a fun show. We we get into the weeds Monday through Wednesday, but Thursday's my fun show. So, Kyle, I'm going to start with you. Do you have any words of wisdom you would like to impart to everyone before we go? No. (laughs) (laughs) No? Okay. No, that was easy. Crucible, you have any words of wisdom? Always. Um, I, I think what's what overall what's going on in society, we are we are reaching a tipping point. And I think this whole transgender thing might be that tipping point. I think it might be the, the, the issue that finally has us stand up as a society and say, OK, we've we, we've come a long way. We're open minded. We're tolerant. But we've got to draw some lines in the sand and say, no, we can't go any further. So I think this might be that time. I do think this will blow over. There will be other issues to replace it. But I think when teachers or counselors or parents are having these conversations with their children about sexual orientation or gender, they need to have both sides of the conversation. It can't be, it's okay if you want to change genders. It's okay if you want to use this product. They should have a more in-depth conversation about the other side of the equation. Why are you thinking that way? Have you thought this thing through? Because the other issue is also counsel them on your sexuality and your gender preference, your pronoun is only one tiny element 
of who you are as a person. It's not your entire identity. Do not insist on seeing the world through such a narrow lens. It's one part of your person. It's one part of who you are. And if you insist on making the world evaluate you and judge you wholly based on those things, you're really going to set yourself back and, and really miss out on a lot of things. And your voice will not be heard the way you think it needs to be heard. So I think that needs to be preached very, very consistently. Don't get so hung up on your sexual preference. You're 15 years old. There's a lot more to you and your life than just that. Okay. And uh, let's see. Uh, D says, if you are good at teaching mathematics, I want you teaching it. Someone else for reading. Tell me what you learned at school. That's a good question. D says, yes, kids are getting those prejudices from who socialized them. Kyle says, uh, my son's good at math language, so he is uh a genius, um, a freaking genius, um, but I'm good at language. Uh, D says, I agree that some kids are aware as well. They were probably watching on Drag Race. Uh, crazy. Kyle says, be ready on always firing back. Positivity. And Joe says, Crucible, 100%. So he agrees with you. So um, everyone, again, thank you so much. I appreciate you guys our show went longer than an hour shelby <laughs> um and on that note guys um i hope to see you tomorrow uh, again it is our fun silly show so the topic is a little silly but um it's to kind of break up all the you know just have some fun so on that note uh kyle and crucible and raccoon thank you very much for popping up on the panel and everyone else thank you i appreciate you guys showing up dose grid shelby power girl uh d Brina, and kimberly was here uh angie frankie minnesota and i know and power girl i'm always forgetting someone so on that note guys enjoy your uh day or evening wherever you are in the world Go where the wind takes you, and I hope to see you tomorrow. Bye. And thank you guys for liking the show. Oh, and then also I want to say, um, in terms of transgender guys, I really hope you guys check out the show that we did on Friendly Differences uh, with, with trans and transgender. I really thought that was a good show, mainly because of our guest set that we had. Um, we had uh, Michael Key was a guest, and we did have a transgender uh, by the name of Reagan, and we did another show with, with Reagan. But, but you check it out. It kind of it, it changed my opinion somewhat. Um, and we asked her back again for another show. And Greta, I will check your um, your um, school report <laughs> when I get off this show. Thank you, D. Thank you. Thank you. We don't have a second part, Greta. What we have is we just um, asked Reagan to come back just just to chat. And we were just chatting about different things, but just hearing her talk about other uh, names. Um, Shelby, the name of the song is uh, You Are Everything, and I can forward the track to
Okay, everyone, and on that note, I'll say uh, have a good evening, and I hope to uh, see you tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your day and evening. Bye.